Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio. I am Turok. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Levins. Today we're going to be looking at Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer for the Nintendo Switch and other games. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> not the title, but you get the gist. Okay. Yeah, it's closer than you usually are. Yeah, I'll take it as a win. <laughs> I reckon, Fellas, try I'm, and pronounce it, yeah. try and call it something different every time you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. won't even need to try, it's just going to happen. It's a naturally occurring phenomenon. Fellas, I'd like you to cast your minds back to the 90s when games were good. We're going back. <laughs> you know how games are bad now? You remember how that happened? Games got bad at some point in Jackson, 2005-ish. I, I have something. a feeling yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> the Finally, last time you made us cast yeah. our minds back to when games were good. Oh, yeah. And no. maybe when Nintendo 64 <laughs> cartridges were black. Yeah. I know Those where this is going. Days. This is going to result in all of your listeners abusing me on Twitter to play this game. <laughs> because finally I've played another good game <laughs> I found a game that's good and maybe my game of the year <laughs> Star Wars Episode 1 Racer was the most fun I've had with a video game in like the last ever since I played Turok 2 Seeds of Evil <laughs> it's Tight. It looks great. The soundtrack is incredible. <laughs> I have played Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer from beginning to end. Clocked it first in every race. I didn't do what? any of the. I know. I know. I didn't. And I went back. I got third and second on some races, and I enjoyed them so much that I went back and did them again to get first. That level of commitment is so unusual for me <laughs> in a video game. Not only did I finish it, I took care to finish it properly. Jackson, you're yeah. the type of gamer that if, uh, yeah, you're a gamer. I said it. I know. But it's if true. The, if the if Pokemon allowed you to lose to the Elite Four and they were just like, oh, bad luck, you're not the champion, and that was the ending, you'd be like, I'm satisfied with this. Absolutely. <laughs> you wouldn't go back and try it again. You'd be like, this yeah, is the third- ending I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> third place I, you know, is sweet. I went in, shot my shot, and moved on. You know, that's, that's, that's okay. 
<laughs> I wasn't good enough. Time to turn off my Game Boy mm. Advance or whatever. Who cares? First in every race. Yeah, first in every race, including the the, the final. So the way it works is there are three, uh, I guess, tournaments. And then there's an invitational mm-hmm. only, which at the end of completing one tournament, you get to a- access one of these races. These are the hardest races in the game. And one of them mm-hmm. was a nightmare. Anyone that's set in like one of the floating cities is is hell. You take the wrong turn and you're immediately 11th or 12th. So that sucked. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if you're good and if you just keep boosting at the right time and you, you stay on the track, ooh, damn, it's sweet. Um, I played every race as Anakin Skywalker. I feel like that's pertinent to note. <laughs> but you can choose from how many other characters? Oh, uh, like at least maybe 15. And Anakin from the get-go Skywalker's or do you unlock them? them? You unlock them. But every time I unlocked them, I was like, I don't care. I'm playing as Anakin Skywalker, a human boy. Because every time you explode, and I exploded heaps, Anakin screams a human scream. And I just found that very funny every time. Is it the voice of um, Jake Lloyd? I think it might be. It sounds like him. It sounds like what they've done is they've just taken audio files from the movie. And so the things he says when you're repairing, he says, it's working, <laughs> it's working, because it's working. Um, if you win a tournament, he says something like, yeah, I won, yeah, and that's pretty cool. And then he makes a scream sort of like, ah, when you crash and explode. <laughs> Fantastic. What? One thing I love about, and one of the reasons I think that Pod Racer is such a good game, is that it gives you just the right amount of things to pay attention to on the racetrack. You're, I know there was one released for the PS2, and it looks like truly atrocious, and it looks like it has mm. way too much going on. But in this one, all you got to pay attention to is your speed, your boost, and how damaged you are. And that's kind of about it. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can pay attention to, like, um, you know, the components of your pod racer. But I found that, by and large, you can ignore them and still win. My partner mm. was very insistent that I go to the junkyard and I get the best price for the best boost or the best repairer or whatever. But the moment she stopped watching me play, I ignored it and just won by recklessly boosting around the track, putting Anakin Skywalker's life in. Did real, that feel like model. you were cheating on your partner? Yeah, in a way. No, it felt like a victory over her more. <laughs> but I did get a lot of satisfaction about playing. So if you overboost, because when mm. you're boosting, a little meter fills up. And if it gets to the very end, you catch fire and you have to quickly repair. And I became a champion at getting it just inches away from too much. And then I would let it cool off a tiny bit and then back up again and back up again. And that nearly gave her a panic attack. And that was very great. Like she just yeah. she hated watching that. And I, was and it, it similar to the sensation of blue balling? Yeah, in a way. In oh, a, no, not blue balling. That's not edging. That's what <laughs> edging. I was Edging, yeah. I was edging my I apologize. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Also, great news. Jake Lloyd and Lewis McLeod, who portrayed mm. Anakin Skywalker and Sabalba, reprised their roles in this game. That is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And, and so did the voice of Watto. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry fantastic. I didn't say anything for the last few minutes. I went on IMDb. And um, I yeah. looked up the ga- the cast list for this game, and then it recommended me a-, a link called "Fran from Dodgeball is actually a total bombshell in real life." <laughs> <laughs> so I've just I've just read a uh, that's so understandable an, an article from zergnet.com, <laughs> and it was what what the cast of Dodgeball looks like now. And um, Damn. I reckon you would How like this article as much as as this game. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you're Hey, right. do you remember when internet articles were good? It yeah, was about which ugly characters in films are actually hot in real life. Yeah, which uggo is actually a hottie? That's and the question. They made me look through every single about. actor from Dodgeball before they showed me the one who was actually a bombshell. And it's like, I know what Ben Stiller and Vince 
um, what's his face look, look like, like now? Yeah, now. You've, you've seen yeah. Vince Vaughn looked like he was born aged 50 and yeah. is now aged 50 and looks exactly the same. Now he looks like Vince he has Vaughn. two Vince Vaughns inside him. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even like that's not even like a joke about his weight. He just looks like he has the power of two Vince Vaughns. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Vince Vaughn looks like he's a little bit affected by gravity more than the rest of us. Just like yeah. 10% more affected by the gravity of the Earth's surface. Just He's just from all that frowning he, that he does at the, the very mention of liberal ideas. <laughs> <laughs> he frowns with his whole body down. Yeah. Well, Vince Vaughn wakes up every day, realizes that there's still no guns in schools, and then he yeah. frowns. <laughs> no one accepts my donations. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Vaughn, get off our property. I hate Vince Vaughn so much. And the day that I woke up and saw that he was in the news for saying that people in school should have guns, I was like, finally, justification that he is a huge goddamn idiot who everyone should hate. He's a dog shit, it's true. Yeah, Yeah. Um, he's a dog shit of a man. If you want to like him a bit more, look up Vince Vaughn eating ice cream. There's like like 10 different photos of Vince Vaughn eating ice cream. And... uh, he just goes for it, man. Like, <laughs> at, at no point is he, like, half-assing his ice cream intake. He's just, like, trying to cram the entire thing in his mouth. It rules. Yeah. I, I think my level of respect for Vince Vaughn is, is at a good position. I don't want to accidentally <laughs> raise it. So, I'm going to avoid looking at that photo, uh, that, that photo set. Um, Wait, for, oh, I'm going to yeah. see your Google search history. It'll just say Vince Vaughn with ice cream and then guns in schools good, question mark. <laughs> you're going to just see, you're going to look at me looking up that and see I'm doing it on private browsing so no one can see. <laughs> this is pornos for me. Um, the soundtrack for Star Wars is incredible as well, Podracer, because it's just music from Star Wars. Like, and I guess mm-hmm. they've just been like, Sure, like the the Vader theme or whatever this this particular Star Wars theme will do for a race, and they're right every time. Every <laughs> single every single piece of music is perfect for whatever race you're doing, and you're like, mm. oh yeah, this is meant to, meant to represent you know s- something from the the actual Star Wars movie. But right now, it represents me beating Hub Bunkus or whatever at this <laughs> race. Do you have the one that goes like it's great. Um, yeah, the, I know the one. The levels introduce like new environmental hazards down the track, uh, which is cool. I know that's like not unusual for any kind of racing <laughs> game, but it feels novel for some reason in Star Wars Pod Racer. Like in some of the later levels, there are jets of flame that come shooting out of the ground, and if you fly over the top of them, you immediately overheat, and so you have to start repairing. There's something incredibly satisfying as well about the fact that one of your engines can explode and you just spiral for a bit. Like, you know your days are numbered because you can't Mm. keep racing spiraling on the spot. But somehow the fact that it still takes the time is really satisfying. And if you do that just before going over the finish line, even better, even sweeter. If you're like, Anakin Skywalker (laughs) wins, but he dies. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. So... When your pod racer explodes mid-race, is it like a respawn, like going off the cliff in Mario Kart, or is it disqualification? No, so it's like a respawn, but it Uh takes a while for you to get back in. So often, uh, you know, I would be like, the boost here is worth exploding and restarting so that I don't have to... Because if you repair, your racer slows down. So there's sort Mm. of a strategy to like, oh, when do I repair? When do I just power through and see if I blow up? There's also like air brakes for like sharp corners and there are quite a few. If I had any criticisms for the game, I think these are just criticisms for like... I mean, like I don't, but (laughs) 
<laughs> These are just like early game design for like any game. So some of the the like uh, tracks just hit these big open areas where it's really unclear on where you're meant to go. And you're mm. speeding at like 400 miles an hour. So you're just like, mm. what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And then you hit a wall and explode. But that's, I think, is also kind of part of the fun. It never feels... So, yeah. So, Jackson, in yeah. the last 21 years of game development, do mm-hmm. you think any games have taken a step in the right direction? I don't know if I've ever played a racing game that's been better than Pod Racer. <laughs> <laughs> I think they nailed it. <laughs> and for some reason they kept trying even though they'd already achieved perfection since you like playing old games on the switch that have been mm. remastered and barely repackaged but yeah. just warm your heart oh yeah i, I don't want any changes the moment mm. you change it you rack it you know i hear them uh, making a ma- hd remake of turok i don't want anything to do with it <laughs> original turok or turok seeds of evil and nothing else well, you want to? Put, you're still waiting on that port for the third one. Yeah, I'm, I am. I'm still waiting eagerly, hungrily for the for the next Turok game. <laughs> uh, well, hey, great news! If you've got to spare seventy dollars uh, Australian, sure. uh, Burnout Paradise has been ported to the Switch. Oh, which is an old-ish racing game. Uh, for seventy dollars, you can probably buy it on Xbox 360 for about four. But <laughs> hey, that's Hell sixty yeah. sixty-six dollars is worth it for the uh, portability yeah, and the fact for- that they've probably changed to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That is what I desire. Jackson, how many races besides Anakin can you name from this game? Um, <laughs> Sebulba. <laughs> yep. Um, Zero two. Dud Bolt. Very good. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you finished this game. Yeah. Well, I didn't play as any of the other races. I didn't want to. Can't believe you um, can't remember Clegg Holdfast or Bozzy Baranta. <laughs> they do all have incredible names. What about Ark there were two... Bumpy Roos? <laughs> Classic Ark Bumpy Roos. There are um, some cool pod, like pod, I guess just pods. Do you just call them pod? You like, is it a pod race, racer? Yeah. So you're, but are you racing in a pod or is it a pod, you know? Is it a anyway. pod racer? Yeah, maybe it's a pod racer. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. is the v- so there are some cool pod racers you can unlock. One, you know how um, most of the engines are attached by, like, a long cable or whatever? There's one where they're part of the main... There's, like, no cable, so it's all one dense little racer. One has four. That's the one you unlock at the very end. It's got four engines, um, which is pretty cool. Sebulba obviously has a, yep. a f- flame jet, which you can fire at, at enemy racers. And... Were I able to access Sebulba from the get-go, I would have absolutely played as Sebulba and burned everyone else because I think that's very funny. But, you know, yeah. in the end, I I, I I opted for Anakin Skywalker for obvious reasons. Do you have um, a weapon or I'm, is it just pure racing? It's just pure racing. And you're racing so fast, just so unimaginably fast that when you crash, it's always a shock. Like, unless you're boosting or you're grinding into a wall then it's well expected but sometimes you just turn a corner and exploded it's one of those i I feel feel like this they stopped making games like this where it was just like (laughs) racing as i know games used to be good racing as fast as humanly possible like i feel like f-zero all racing games yeah like yeah f-zero or um is it called wipeout or wipe wipe something the games just racing games slowed down and i don't know if we're better for it you know what i mean Mm. So um, I just want your opinion on this, Jackson. Uh, okay. Whilst I've also just been doing a bit of research on the side, 
just, you know, I just want to know everything about this game so of that course. when you're throwing information at me, I feel like I can just like you can dive in it. and give the listeners the valuable experience and wealth of knowledge that they deserve. Absolutely. How do you feel about the fact that in the episode one novel and movie, Anakin Skywalker's pod racer was clocked at about 585 miles per hour, granting it the title of fastest pod racer in the galaxy. But episode mm. one racer disregards this information because pod racers with maximum acceleration yeah. could achieve speeds of 600, uh, 650 miles per hour without boosting. How does that yeah. make you feel? It makes me sick to my stomach that mm. the mm. novelization wasn't even close to being accurate. It yeah. makes me want to write an angrily worded letter to all novelists everywhere. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> piece say, of Star Wars media that you, you count as canon, right? It's, yeah, game. absolutely. No, <laughs> no other Star Wars media has ever been legitimate. It's just Pod Racer. I don't, mm. I don't want to see the movies. I don't want to see the the books or the tie-in video games, other than Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer, where you specifically play as Anakin. In my head, mm. occasionally, I was like, "This is a version of Pod of Star Wars Episode One where Anakin, <laughs> instead of going away and becoming a Jedi, just kept Pod Racing <laughs> for more dangerous courses." <laughs> um, I'm shocked that this didn't like. It seems so obvious how you could make improvements on this game or make like a sequel. Like just even simple customization of your pod racer seems like such an obvious next step. Like, oh, I want these kinds of engines that provide me with this benefit or I want Mm. this kind of repair or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm shocked that it didn't, other than that really terrible PS2 sequel, like spawn anything else. And I wouldn't be shocked if some kind of like remake was coming in the future, which obviously I would not play. But no. I just wouldn't be shocked if something like that was was on the way. That's a really good point. Where where are the more racer games? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Give us more pod racer games, please. Because You know that if they were to make another Star Wars racer, it'll be a cart game and everyone will have lightsabers, yeah. That sucks so much. <laughs> Give me another high speed terror race like episode one race was <laughs> then you can a make it look game... so much better these days too yeah oh absolutely like they do a lot with the nintendo 64's limited capabilities but like still it, you know to be able to make some of that clearer and some of those races more interesting incredible but Think i want all the additional game... water dialogue they could add yeah whoa can you imagine the polygons on Watto's disgusting trunk damn <laughs> There'll be the, the teaser trailer will just be a camera panning around a Watto model in a black void. Races back. Pod racer, that is. I'm writing the trailer as we talk. <laughs> it is one of the, the moments from Phantom Menace that I think, even though it's completely pointless in the greatest game of the movie, mm. it is something that everyone's like, oh, look, the pod racing was really good. But besides that, yeah. like, you know, the rest of the movie, etc. People genuinely do love Watto, Sabalba. Yeah. And, like, that's the least <laughs> annoying Anakin is in the movie. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So I-, I want more pod racing. Less Star Wars Battlefront or Squadrons, whatever we're getting. More pod racing. More racing games where I feel like I'm seconds away from death the entire race. And bring pod that's racing back in general in the movies, too. Yeah. Like, why would it only Absolutely. exist in this one blip in time? I agree. And something I always found, uh, and I keep thinking whenever I'm playing it, is like, do the other aliens know Anakin's a little boy? Or are they just like, that's what that alien looks like. He's definitely an adult. Like, if they found out, would they be disgusted that a child was doing this incredibly dangerous race? I can't remember. One of the one of the droids on, on board with, with Anakin during the pod racing segment? Is R2 with him or Poss- something? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't. No, I think it's just Anakin. Mm. Yeah, man. 
So he's uh, he's alone out there, mm. careening around the desert. Jake, Lloyd. I think pod racing's illegal, so they don't care that he's a child. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Or, as my partner suggested, maybe they're all children. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like, it's look just at kids careening around the desert. Look at that Ben Quadranellis's head and tell me that's a child. <laughs> there is no way that man has seen it all. Look at his head. I don't know if that's his name, but I just remember it. Ben Quadranellis has seen it all. <laughs> I'm going to look true. up, if, see if there's an article, what the pod races look like today. You'll be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Watto is actually a bombshell. <laughs> uh, look, well, Star Wars thoughts, episode Jackson? one pod racer, game of the year, my game mm. of the year, they've yet to make another a uh, racing game that is quite as good or as powerful. And I don't want to hear your suggestions. People listening, don't at me. They made the best <laughs> racing game either. they could. Don't at me either. Well, you can at Levins. No, no, you can no, at I'm, Levins I'm, I'm, and let him know. <laughs> I mean, until Levins plays... I mean, I haven't played Levins. I haven't played your game of the year. So, until I play your game of the year, you, I get it. You don't have to play mine. But uh, the moment you, dis- you saddle on one, okay. you're also... Dating that you will have to play pod race. Please at me with <laughs> the most annoying game of the year for me to say it was my favourite so Jackson has to play it. Well, there's a real obvious choice and we've discussed it at length, Levens. But you would have to be brave enough to declare it your game of the year. What game is this? Uh, what game are you talking about? What game would Jackson oh, no. rather die oh, yeah, than play? Last of us too. But he's already played some of it. He's ta- he's played yeah. as, as he's probably played more of La- the Last of Us two than he did of my actual game of the year from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't played the Last of Us two. I got up to winter in the Last of Us before I was like I hate this and turned it off. Oh, right. mm. and turned on something else. I thought you were going to mm. say Deadly Premonition two, a game I don't want to play. <laughs> That game will make me sick. I'll have to go to the doctor. But yeah, uh, game of the year thumb, <laughs> celebration ten, ten thumb, ten thumbs. Yep. This this was an incredible game. Holds up so well after all these years. Grab it on the Switch, you cowards. Play mm. some episode one. Levens, it's twenty dollars and fifty five cents. Uh, just That's so a bargain. Know, okay, roughly the same price that Turok Two is. I think. <laughs> well, there you go. Noticing a trend. <laughs> well, before we get to uh, your reviews, let's hear a quick little word from our sponsors. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you always for those ads. To Bulba and the them. gang for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a Sebulba gang episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Jackson, much like you yeah. playing an old game that no one really cares about anymore, I too mm-hmm. have been playing an old game no one really cares about. But mine's in like the dead period of time where oh hell no one's yeah, nostalgic for it. Hey, yet. just shut up yeah, for one second. Good. I just googled Sebulbasaur. <laughs> Someone's made it. <laughs> I'm gonna do the same. It's not gonna be good. Ew. <laughs> Do you prefer the one where it's Bulbasaur's body with Sebulba's head or Sebulba's body with Bulbasaur's head? Uh, I think I prefer the one that is, it just looks like a person dressed like Bulbasaur standing like Sebulba because it looks like somebody really put a lot of care and effort into this. What about the one where it's insane. just Sebulba's pod racer, but someone's put <laughs> Bulbasaur in it? <laughs> no, you're right. That's the best one. That's incredible. Oh, wait, what about Sebulbasaur Pod Racer? But it looks like a Pokedex entry from Pokemon Blue. I'm into it. Why? Why is any of this here? Uh, the one that is just Sebulba's face, for, like, pasted on top of Bulbasaur is my favorite. I, too, am looking this up. Everyone yeah, show it. It's good. In the spirit Everyone of the season. Bulbasaur. It's Christmas mm. in July. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season. Treat yourself. Yeah, oh, it's been sure. a rough year. You've earned looking at these pictures. You've earned 12 <laughs> Christmases. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the game I'm talking about is in that dead period where it came out like four years ago, so everyone's completely forgotten it, uh, and that is the Ratchet and Clank remake. Uh, Yeah, it's on the PS4. I never really had a PS2, so I only kind of played the first couple, and I just remember it being like, me being like super into the idea that there was just like heaps of guns, and all the guns are upgradable, and like just shooting things leveled everything up. Can we unpack- the, the, the phrase, I never really had a PS2. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, did, you, did you kind of have a PS2? You had the, an empty box? Just a little bit. No, I'm uh, I'm part of the uh, very, very, very exclusive GameCube club. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I see. That's so not shocking. So I don't have a PS2, but all of my friends had PS2s. Sure. So I have played a bunch of PS2 games a lot. But you're hardly going to go to I... their house and play a, a single player adventure game. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, especially at that time, because, like, if I'm going to go to their house and play a single-player adventure game, I'm going to go play San Andreas, and we're going to go to the strip club, and we're going to yeah. try and see their PS2 titties. Here we that go fu- again. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I'd only played Ratchet and Clank a little. I knew basically the basic premise of it, and that's about it. And, yeah, last week on the PS4 store, it was half price, and I was like, 12 bucks? I've heard Levin say that this is good. I usually like games he likes, or he tells me to play a game and I don't play it. So what if I surprise him and actually play it this week? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was yeah. one of, probably my favorite game of the year. It came out like in terms of like a game I enjoyed so much, just on a pure gameplay level. Rat- Ratchet yeah. is like this like cute space fox, and Clank is a dumb little robot. And yeah. uh, 
the most hilarious thing about this game, which was like, yeah, a remake of the first one. I think it came out, it was like 40 bucks when it came out. It was like a discount, discounted mm. game, even though it was like fully beautiful, like one of the most beautiful looking yeah. games on PS4 at the time. Um, and it tied into a animated Ratchet and Clank movie, which nobody oh. saw. Um, yeah. So the biggest changes between, uh, like, th- what makes this a, a, a very different remake to the to the original is that the the story is completely different and it ties into the movie more than it does the initial trilogy of games. That's crazy. And yeah, the the movie was such a flop that it actually got pulled from cinematic release in Australia because I remember advertising it at my work and then they're like, oh wow. yeah, no, we're actually not releasing it anymore. Uh, um, yeah. Damn, I that, like I'd wiped that from my mind as a thing that ever happened until this moment exactly. Jesus. Yeah, so it is like a really, really nice looking game still. Like I'm playing it four years after it got released and it still looks like surprisingly good. It looks way better than I was expecting it to. And the gameplay is just basic, but very, very, very addictive. It's basically just a platformer with like lots and lots of like running and gunning, I guess. Um, and heaps and heaps and heaps of different weapons that all do quite different things and all look very different yeah and- so that, that, that's the, that's yeah. the loop that get, that you get hooked on like yeah it's a, it's a yeah. fine very good looking game with a stupid story um mm. with like some annoying platform sections and like some annoying racing levels that you have to do for inexplicably mm. um but the loop yeah. the loop of of getting a new weapon and then by using it more and more, you upgrade it more and more. And as you upgrade it, it does new and crazier things. Um, yeah. And like some of them cool. are like, one of them is a, a weapon that you can use to distract everybody. So like it fires a disco ball and then everyone, all the enemies stop trying to hurt you and then instead start dancing. And there's even mm. like a trophy that you get by making every single enemy in the in the game dance at one point. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> oh, my my favorite game was, it's called like the 8-bit gun or something like that. The pixelator, oh, is it the pixelator, pixelator. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the gun I use the most at the moment as well. Yeah, and it basically, like, yeah, it it like pixelates your your enemy and it makes incredible noises. Then there's like a sheepinator gun that turns yeah. your enemies into sheep. Yeah, I, I have very distinct memories of playing. I don't remember what Ratchet and Clank it was, but it came with like a four person like uh, like multiplayer Ratchet and Clank all for one. Yeah, I, that, no, I don't think it wasn't oh, right. like a co-op one. It was oh, just okay, like a right. like a versus uh, arena thing, and oh, that sweet. was so much fun because you 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 could just using the sheepinator and stuff like that on your friends is so satisfying. Yeah. I don't know, like because those weapons are so crazy. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that, and I played the demo for the first one to death when I was like twelve. Yeah, that's sick. PS2, yeah, I like. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. Because you have a PS2, but you never had any games, right? You on their demo? No, I had discs? a Nintendo 64 with no games. I had games for ah, the PS2. He yeah. kind of had yeah. Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, I kind of had a Nintendo 64. A little bit. Well, you had a Nintendo 64. You just kind of had Nintendo 64 games. You yeah, didn't. I never, pl- I never played. Yeah. I had a Nintendo 64 for so long, and then I didn't own my first game till I got a PlayStation. So I don't know. You do the math. No, I've done the maths, and it seems like that was a poor purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, a lot of the weapons are just based on the generic kind of shooter weapons. Like the pixelator you were just talking about before, Levens, that's a shotgun. So that's fun to use. But yeah, it's the real appeal of this game is once you get into the loop, which is shoot things, upgrade your weapons, killing things gives you bolts, which you then use to buy new guns. And it all just kind of cycles around on itself and you just kind of end up addicted where everything kind of gives you like satisfaction, like you're achieving something. 
even though it's a lot of repetition. But yeah. sometimes, especially in this crazy COVID world, just a video game where you don't need to think is is nice. It's great, absolutely. Yeah, so I had my second child in 2016 when this game came out, and mm. I was up. congratulations. Thanks so much, yeah, man. Huge dad flex on us. <laughs> yeah. Our, um, I haven't even had my We're childless cocks. Yeah. I just remember yeah, um, uh, like staying up at night to do the night feeds or staying up with my daughter in my arms, like, you know, feeding her a bottle and then just like mindlessly shooting people in this game <laughs> yeah. uh, like for hours and hours. I actually played this game three times all the way through in the space of like a fortnight because you wow. can unlock, if you find them, you can unlock these Rhino cards and Rhino is R-Y-N-O, which stands for somehow rip you a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, and then it's a, an unbelievably powerful game, uh, sorry, weapon that like you can finish the final boss in like 30 seconds with it. Just by <laughs> yeah. So once you once you once I got that, then I was able to just like burn through my second and yeah, third yeah. playthrough and level up all the other guns. So much fun, man! I love this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm finding that what I'm doing is every gun has five levels, and once it gets to level five, it changes its name and has like a full upgrade kind of thing. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and listeners who don't know, uh, but I'm just addressing you for now. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. Um, the, the, I'll just <laughs> okay. I'll just I'll just sure. do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you already know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, You've played I'm this. You've played it more than I have. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I found that once I hit the level cap of the gun, I'm like, sweet, don't need to use that one anymore again. <laughs> I've seen what it does. Yeah. But you do I mean, run I'm, out of I'm ammo for it. Uh, for, for your yeah. favorite weapon. So then you do have to go back and use. Yeah. Once. Uh, but that's kind of good because it means yeah. you'll explore every totally. weapon in the game. Like, that's yeah. kind of in its favor. I've got like 12, between 12 and like 15 guns at the moment. I'm. Probably in like the back third of the game, but I haven't finished it yet. Back third is you mean your third playthrough, right? Yeah. No, oh. I, unfortunately, I mean what? the final third of the first playthrough. When you have a kid, douche, you'll understand. Yeah. When yeah. you have a kid, you'll two you'll kids, finish it. two kids, two kids. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. two kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sort of second kid game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all know this. Yeah, we all get we all get it. It's just on the, the on the box art. <laughs> Perfect for your second child, and then a little asterisk. Not for your second child to play, but for you. What did you play when you had your first kid, or was it just like stressful because this was your first child and you didn't really know what to do? Oh no, I got addicted to um, uh, like finding hip hop labels I love, like No Limit Records and Cash Money Records, and I'm um, mm. going, hmm, a few gaps in my collection, and then I just either bought or illegally downloaded, or just spent insane amounts of money on like cassette versions of entire discographies of uh of that rules. of record labels and then I organized my iTunes library by um uh area record label and then chronologically wow that's, <laughs> that's <awesome>. sick <laughs> so what in your minds is cooler that or finishing Ratchet and Clank three times in a fortnight mm. <laughs> well, it's cool to know that, like, when your kids are adults, just looking at them, and however they've turned out, you can probably just link it back to those two activities, and you'll know. You'll know which is a better parenting method. Yeah. We can't, we can't comment yet, because we got to wait. Yeah, which then- kid turned out more awesome? Uh, <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank is really fun, really addictive. It's mindless, but the one thing that is really bothering me is it has really intrusive cutscenes mm-hmm. that I just don't care about. Well, and so that that goes back to the tie into the movie thing because yeah. these are all you know. It, it, it's like somehow recreating the first game's plot, but also shoehorning shoehorning in all the movie stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. And like, so there's like 
narration throughout the whole game, which is fine. I find that, like, most of it's actually pretty funny. It's not, Jackson, don't worry, I didn't actually laugh out loud. Video games have not reached that level of comedy for me either. No video game is funny. That's it. (laughs) What about, like, physics-based physics-based video games where it's not the not the jokes within the video game but like what the video game what you're able to do in the game is so silly that it makes you ruffle mayo i uh, yeah thank you i didn't want to just ruffle i got a mayo too my ass also needs to be off (laughs) i think that counts but no video game has has had funny dialogue ever i'll say it that's That's, brave well it's true um, what about The Last of Us 2? It's a riot. What about Goat Simulator? When you look at Goat Simulator, did you just piss yourself laughing because you're a goat? You play as a goat. That's so... Because, f- like, a goat... Like, do you get the joke? Because I don't. <laughs> you heard about Goat Simulator, Simulator 2? They kill the goat in the first hour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, six. Six out of ten for Goat Simulator 2. Yeah. Uh, it lied to us. It said Goat Simulator, but Goat was dead. Yeah. yeah then you goat, play, the, goat play the rest of the game as a sheep. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> the farmer who killed the goat. Oh, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so Ratchet & Clank is real fun. It's so cheap. And if you're looking for just, like, a cheap, fun game to get you through what is... This, this crazy messed up world of ours right now, in these trying times, Ratchet & Clank, uh, the 2016 remake is, yeah, it's really good. I just wish that the cutscenes would calm down a bit. And yeah, they do in fair. the middle of the game, but... Then they ramp up as we, Yeah. The start is a lot, because it's just like, you clear one platforming bit, and then there's an entire cutscene. And yeah, it's, it's too much. But hey... Maybe I'll watch many- the movie. Maybe then I'll appreciate the cutscenes. Yeah, Maybe true. I will God, watch the movie. They're probably better than the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my hot hot pick for uh, the best PS5 launch title is the Ratchet & Clank game that they announced. Insomniac are making that one. Mm-hmm. And it looks very um, referential to all of the games in the past. Because it's like there's like 12 or something Ratchet & Clank games all up. Um, and uh, as I've only played this remake one, I actually bought the initial trilogy on my Vita for like 25 yeah. bucks. And so I'm, I'm going to try and play through at least those first three. Because it's like, yeah, there's a trilogy on PS2, there's a trilogy on PS3, and then a bunch of extra games, and then the remake. Wow. That's involved. That's sick. Is this a secret way of telling us that you're expecting a third child? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. Too much time has lapsed now. You can't use the same method. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you're you like, yeah, I've, nude, yeah, totally. I've bought all the skate games and an Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't. Like, I, oh my god, I haven't taken up any other weird hobbies. Uh, you know, <laughs> since having children, that's just not a, not something I do. Very, you know, on a whim. <laughs> um, yeah, so probably four, four thumbs to Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I'm gonna go back and finish it. I'm pretty Twice. close to the end. Three times. Yeah, yeah I'll, three times, and yeah, maybe nice. I'll nod a bunch too. Who knows? Yeah, Have a kid. <laughs> that's great news. <laughs> Levitz, what have you been playing? Um, I have been playing... You mentioned you're a GameCube kid. I'm playing a, uh, a a game that goes out on GameCube and is kind of celebrated as one of the best GameCube games that never made it to the West. Uh, and mm-hmm. it is a game called Mr. Driller Drill Land. Hell yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it, it originally came out in 2002 for the GameCube in Japan. Um, and uh, it was published by Namco. Um, and... Yeah, just is one of those like legendary games. I played the Mr. Driller game on GBA, um, Game Boy yeah, Advance sick. called uh, 
Oh, there was the one. There was one on DS as well, which I never played. I can't remember what, what the hell. I think was. I may have played the one on the Game Boy Advance. Actually, I remember um, some game where I was a little girl in a drill. I don't. That <laughs> a it? little girl in a drill, Mister Driller <laughs> A. I think it was what it was what it was called on GBA. Mr. Jeweler Advance, I guess. Um, but, uh, I mean, if you've played Dig Dug, the kind of classic Namco um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, arcade game where you're essentially just kind of digging down, you're this little dude digging down, um, and you've got to avoid getting squashed by bits of dirt from falling onto your head. Um, Mr. Driller, they kind of took that concept and made it more frantic, more colourful, and then Mr. Driller Drill Land presents the, the, that game concept as a a, a fun park basically a, a, an amusement park where there's oh, cool. um i think there's five different ways you play this game and they're all presented as a different um, um like you know ride at this amusement yeah. park um and so there's like this cast of characters there's these like wacky colorful cutscenes um of like you know them being in the park and then there's like you know actually bad guys who are running the park and then um each of these five different ways to play the game and i'll go through them in a minute has like uh, like three difficulty levels that you do on each of them. I've I've finished the first difficulty level on each five of the games. Then the credits roll, and I was like, "Wow, that was a fun ninety-minute game." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it then it unlocks um, additional difficulty levels on each of the oh, cool. uh, attractions. And given that this is an arcade game, um, you know th- that's why you are playing it. You know, you want to challenge yourself. Um, yeah, but th- what's fun about this is like, yeah, like you don't you don't unlock a um like an endless mode until you've beaten the first three difficulties of each attraction. Um, and so the uh, like, Douche, Douche, you're playing this too, right? Yeah, uh, I am playing it. Uh, although, unlike you, who just knocked it out in ninety minutes, I actually suck shit at this game. <laughs> uh, oh, which at first I was like, because of the way the game's presented. Um, so your health is air or depending on which mode you're playing air or you actually have health. And every time you dig, you lose one. That's the, that's and you've the, got to like, that's the RP. We'll go, we'll go through all these modes. Don't worry, yeah. everybody. So yeah. Basically I've played a couple of them and I thought I was like, oh, am I meant to be like, cat? Like, um, cause I hadn't played any of the Mr. Driller games. Um, when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, sweet. So like when blocks are the same color and they link together, when you dig one of them, it breaks all of them. And I was like, oh, am I meant to be like being clever here and lining stuff up or. Because, like, just digging down, I was like, oh, this feels wrong. Because <laughs> yeah. video games have always taught me that, like, I should you be, like, lining something. stuff up. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, that's a, a very appropriate strategy. You've just got to be <laughs> careful of falling blocks. Well, no, um, so it, it is like a Tetris or a Puyo Puyo in that if you yeah. line up, if if four blocks of the same color fall and touch each other, then they wipe themselves out completely yeah. without you having to drill them. So, yeah. there is a lot of strategy that you can but i mean your first you know couple hours of playing this you are just frantically digging down and trying to avoid hazards yeah yeah so basically um yeah i realized stuff like that it was more just like i was like at first i was like oh actually no this is way simpler than i expected and then i realized that it's simple but hard uh (laughs) so (laughs) just doing dumb stuff like i was like finding like just powering through like the first section of a level only to then hit the second section and immediately just hit myself in the head with like four rocks and die. <laughs> then like when you die in the game, it gives you like how like how long your playthrough was and how far you got kind of thing. And it would always be like six minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah, wow, I'm real bad at this game. But it's very addictive. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it's it's a classic arcade game, but with like so each of the different 
levels you can do, like the game modes. The one I would suggest you start on, Dusha, the kind of closest to what the kind of core, simple Mr. Driller gameplay is, is Drill Land World Tour. And you can mm-hmm. actually play as um, all of the different characters in that, um, including like a dog who can jump two spaces at once, which makes it a bit easier. And then there's a robot yeah. who can, I think he's faster or something like that. Uh, so that, that that's a good way to get your head around the gameplay. But then yeah. uh, there's some that are just so fun and inventive. Like one of them is called The Hole of Druaga, which is, I don't know if you know the old Namco game, The Tower of Druaga. Um, no. But it's basically like that's like one of the first RPG, um, almost like a roguelike where you are just uh, basically you've got to find a key in a dungeon and escape by, you know, beating the final boss, that kind of like classic RPG. But in this, it does it where like, yeah, you have like 150 um, HP and every time you drill, you lose one HP. Um, And so you have to like mine your way through this level and find power ups and find all these like weird gems that can then make you cast spells and you've got to find a key, then warp back to an earlier part of the level, then make your way down it, fight a final boss, and then you've beaten it. Um, Yeah. And like, so the fact that they've done that with like, you still are just drilling um, and going down (laughs) and avoiding, like, it's just like, I don't know, it's it's such a, still such a simple game, but they've added this, you know, you you have to think about two things instead of just one very simple thing. That's the game mode that I have been thrashing the most. Um, cause yeah, just adding the ability to use, like to find gems that are just like, oh sweet, turn every block into yellow or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Just like another level of, I guess, difficulty. Even though like, again, I need to go on record. I suck shit at the base level For of this sure. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've played a little bit of the world tour mode because I downloaded the demo first and the demo is five levels of the world tour mode. Right. Okay. Sure. Because, yeah, just before I bought it, I was like, oh, I want to try and wrap my head around this because it's one of those games that I was aware existed, but I'd never paid enough attention to even, like, fully grasp what the core concept of the game was. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, look, I suck shit at the demo, too, and I just never got better. <laughs> I hope to get better in the <laughs> That's future. Okay. Some games you just suck ass at. That's life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not everybody's made equal when it comes to video games. We can't Yeah, something that. that I bring up every now and then is I still have not finished Doom Eternal. And, uh... Yeah. Maybe you never will. No, I, I okay. want to, though. I know, Jackson, it's not okay. I barely started that game. It. That's a game I, 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 I can't play with with the kids around because, mm. you know, mm. yeah, Doom. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Eternal it's, Doom. It is Doom. It's <laughs> incredibly violent. Uh, Tom Walker messaged me a couple of days ago being like, oh, man, I just started playing Doom Eternal. It rules. And now I'm scared he's going to beat it before I do. <laughs> uh, so, it's probably already yeah. Yeah. Well, he's made... A significant amount of pro- progress, considering when it sounds like he started the game and when he messaged me and where he was up to. So, uh, look, I'm rightfully nervous. Um, so, um, one of the other modes is, uh, speaking of spooky stuff, there's a spooky mode called ooh. Horror Night House, where there are, like, ghosts that make their way through the blocks to attack you um, and take away your health. Um, but you have to collect holy water, and then when they're in a block, you inject that block with holy water, and then you can <laughs> drill the ghosts. <laughs> That rules. Um, then there's uh, Drindy Adventure, which is like an Indiana Jones-style one where there's traps and rolling boulders. So, like, if, if you clear a block and then a, a boulder starts rolling, um, it will it, it can, like, crush you and, and, and take away one of your lives. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, spike traps and flame traps and stuff like that. And then uh, the last one, which I find the most difficult, is called um, Star Driller, which is, like, a space-themed one. Um, that is just like a, it's a, a lot more hazards and, and uh, oh, yeah. 
yeah, fewer like kind of power up kind of things. Um, you've got to collect these. No, there's lots of weird power ups, but it could be a good power up or a bad power up. So it's like, do yeah. I Ooh. do I take that risk? Tricky, yeah, um, fun. But I don't know. I, I would totally put this in the same meld as um as the uh, um, Katamari game that came to okay. uh, Switch two years back. Um, it is one of like Nam- like Namco uh, are such an undercelebrated um, game publisher. I reckon. I mean. Obviously, they're Bandai Namco now, and I guess now they're better known as making, you know... Dragon Ball Z. Like, yeah, like 700 yeah. anime arena fighters yeah. each year. Um, but that that Namco, those classic video games, you know, when you Pac-Man um, and, uh, and, and, and the like, um, this is totally like a, just an awesome collection of, of fun, colourful, extremely Japanese uh, arcade games. Um, yeah. That I think it's a really, really, like great package and the the soundtrack is one of the best game soundtracks i've ever heard they're awesome little earworms with like actually like quite beautiful orchestration and um great like each each level of difficulty that the music changes a little bit it's great yeah i I, i've only played this handheld in the middle of the night so i (laughs) don't think i've had my (laughs) My switch turn. I've you're, heard the music, but not properly. So I, yeah. I need to like, I need to maybe chuck some headphones in and actually listen to it because that is, yeah, yeah. Well, my my uh, fun. I keep talking about parenting, but hey, man, mm, when you got hey. two of them, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, my like, my one of my son's favorite thing to do is just to watch me play like arcade puzzle games like Tetris and yeah. And uh, he actually he loved Katamari as well, and he loves this too. And yeah, like playing this on the TV, it looks really great. And uh, yeah, like the, that those sound songs sound so good coming out of the speakers. That rules. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I discovered that the game I was I had played is called Drill Dozer and is a different oh, man. drilling game. We can talk but about a, that next time I come on. Awesome I love Drill Dozer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so good. I completely forgot I'd played this game. I'm definitely going to download an emulator or something and give Drill Dozer another go. I still have I still have my GBA cartridge, which has the rumble Jealous. pack in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you played it before, it, Dozer? Dozer. 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 <laughs> <laughs> drill drill doucher <laughs> <laughs> even though i was named after this video game i've never yeah, had a chance of playing that's so it no. crazy um, yeah. yeah it's, it's it, incredible it was um it's a game actually made by um uh those big old freaks at game freak who best known for pokemon um and uh it's a game where like yeah basically like, yeah you have a you have like this uh little you're in like a little Drill vehicle machine. with a drill out the, out the front of it yeah. and uh yeah. yeah you have to like basically like drill your way through the levels and yeah the, the, the cartridge had a rumble pack in it um yeah it's, it's so good and you've got to like unlock doors by like drilling your drill like different directions and different <laughs> speeds it, they, they actually do so much with this idea it's a, it's a yeah, phenomenal all game. you can really do is drill it in one direction or drill it in the other direction but it's this it's so involved yeah Man, that's drills. Sick. drills wow great. Drills and Video digging. Games need more drills. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I love the Steam Bring World Dig drills. games. I love Dig Dug. I love Mr. Driller. I love Drill Dozer. Any Put them all together. Drilling. The yeah. Drilliverse. <laughs> <laughs> I love Drill Rappers. Yeah. I'm, I'm recording this in my in my study at the back. There, you can see my power tool. It's got a few drills. <laughs> it's all drill happening. The- Twitter personality, get him involved. I love the song somehow. Tip Drill by Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> and all of these drills together to make the ultimate video game. Love a fire yeah. drill. <laughs> <laughs> so how many thumbs, Levens? Uh I give it uh five drills. 
five drills. drills. Yeah. Damn, drill of That's the year. That's sick. Yeah, drill of the year. <laughs> but so it's funny. I, I played this as like my refresher after finishing The Last of Us Two in quite a short amount of time, and like yeah. I, I know I joked when we recorded our Last of Us Two episode, Dusha, like you know. I really love that game, but there's no way my brain will let me give it yeah. game of the year. And like, I spend an hour playing this. I'm like, oh, no, no, this is my game of the year. Yeah. Even though I, I, it is so ridiculous of me to, like, you know, put a 2002 remake game that is such niche Japanese arcade yeah. gameplay, but like, this appeals to, like, when I think video game, this is the kind of game I think. For yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, you're one-upped. This came out in 2002, but you've got Jackson's Game of the Year, which got released in 1999. <laughs> it's working! It's working! <laughs> Does that fit in the era? Does this game fit in the era when games were good, or is it just out of it? Yeah, this, this, no, this is when games were good. That's when games yeah. were good. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah, That's man. good. Jackson, there's a free demo of um, Jackson and everyone. Again, I'm addressing the audience, too. There is a free demo on the eShop of this game. Um, look, try it out. It's good. Yeah, I'll give I had a good go. time. I'll give it a damn go. I have played this out of my mind drunk and also very sober. Dude. So Whoa. guess, <laughs> guess which year Ratchet and Clank, the game that you played the remake of, came out. I'm going to guess 2002. Yeah, that's right. So how yeah. yeah. is this? The games were good. The, the, when games were good. <laughs> wow, that was nice. Hell bad. yeah. It sucks every game is bad. Call this episode yeah. back I, when games are Remember when games were good. <laughs> I will. And other games. <laughs> and no other games. <laughs> no. What, what, remember when games were good and other games w- that were good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is we've also picked three games that are, like, really good for, like, I guess just, like, killing time during COVID times. So if you're looking for, like, relaxing or just, like, you know, just, like, video game video games, ones that are just, like... You don't need to think too hard. If yeah. you're exhausted from playing like games like The Last of Us 2, pick any of the ones we just spoke about. Play those. Yeah, and definitely That's it sounds like the Mr. Driller demo is like I know I know a lot of people that got the um Puyo Puyo Tetris demo and got mm. and have put like 20 hours just into the demo. And it sounds like <laughs> if you like arcade games, the the demo itself might be all you need. Um definitely yeah, go it, check it out or it might for sure. or you might make the uh, it might upsell you straight away. And for that yeah. if that happens, I don't really apologize because you'll reward yourself <laughs> with a wonderful game. Well, all of these games that we've spoken about today are also under $30 Australian. Hell so, yeah. hey, this is good. Wow, maybe Joel Zammett was onto something. Maybe games can be cheap. Yeah, and next yeah, time let's, let, right. let's let's give ourselves a budget of $2 between three of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. And I've been Levins. And you can hear my other podcasts that are also on Sans Pants Radio. There's Hey Fam. There's all the small games. We talk about video games on both of those uh, podcasts. Then there's Serious Issues, which is about comic books. The Mitchin, which is about food. And uh, you can also hear me uh, on the canon episodes of my other podcast, Plumbing the Death Star. We've done yes. we've done four episodes <laughs> so far. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting good things from Plumbing the Death Star. Seems yeah, like too. it's going to take off. I, I was going to suggest we go, do go something go called Thumbing the Death Star, but that sounds really <laughs> gross. <laughs> Hey, remember when games were good? Remember when podcasts were good? (laughs) (laughs) I remember. Hey, thanks for listening. Do us a huge favor and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this beautiful podcast on. Also, be sure to check out Sandspence Radio's objectively better gaming podcast, All the Small Games, hosted by Andrew Levins and John Valenzuela, two true professionals. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money. 